Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, and thank you for being with us. You are listening to What is Art, presented by Contemporary Art Gallery Online, Contemporary Art Gallery Online represents tomorrow's art giants today. You can visit us at ContemporaryArtGalleryOnline.com and there you can view and purchase great works of contemporary art, check out our monthly art competitions, and our blog as well. This evening, our guest is Michael Tollison. Michael was one of the winners of the Contemporary Art Gallery Online September Art Competition. Michael says his art travels between two paths, one more realistic and the other more abstract and soul-based. He usually begins by observing and reviewing a photo of a place, person, building, sky, or a landscape. The photo acts as a tool to isolate whatever interests him, and in the process, the ordinary will reveal something extraordinary about its place in his world. He says these images provide the bones of his work. He absorbs the feeling of the image. He says the moment the connection is made, the color explodes onto the canvas as if they were supercharged on adrenaline. Michael's paintings capture the essence of that moment, a feeling, a future. His artist's statement, ultimately, I hope the paint on the canvas provides a doorway into my world and will capture my desire to touch another receptive soul. Good evening, Michael, and welcome to What is Art? Well, uh, good evening. How are you? Doing well. Well, tell our listening audience a little more about yourself, Michael. Okay, I've I've had a basic lifetime of uh, dabbling in design and color and art projects, but I've never done any true art until uh, 2010. During the summer of 2010, I started to paint for the very first time and was immediately successful. My first painting sold. I started getting into galleries. My third painting sold for 4100 out of a Houston gallery, and I, I was shocked. I, I was uh, with no training, and, and I was painting beautiful paintings and, and being able to uh, convey exactly what I wanted to. After this point, uh, I, I got involved with trying to mentor some autistic children and and trying to help because I figured uh, a gift from the universe gives a gift back. So I started to do that. Well, it was still in the process of dealing with those autistic children that I realized that uh, I have Asperger's, so I have a, a form of autism. And mm-hmm. what I'm able to do artistically actually it manifests out of my autism. I'm high-functioning, so if someone just meets me, would not know that I'm autistic. But because of that, my art captures feelings and emotions and basically, as you said, explodes onto the canvas. Uh, I'll I'll look at the photo. I'll take it in. Uh, The feeling of the photo is very important to me. 
Uh, lots of times it's a human condition. It, it may be people in South Africa. It could be someone in India. And I'm able to take in the feelings of, of that situation and create a painting. Now, the unusual thing is I took some time off in order to get uh, this program started. So the total time I have been painting is a year and a half, and I've created wow. over 150 paintings. Wow. So that's, yeah, that's, that's pretty incredible. Most paintings, including my, my largest paintings, I create in two hours or less. Uh, and the detail is substantial. I paint in an impressionistic uh, manner, but from beginning to end on them, usually it's, it's anywhere from two hours to 90 minutes for a large one. And while I'm painting, if I'm photographed, I'm painting so quickly that my hand is a blur. So it's, uh, it, it's quite amazing. I, I tend to zone in. I, I focus in on my artwork at that point. It just it just creates itself. That's no other way I can say it. My style is basically impressionistic, even though I can't paint uh, softer, more misty type paintings. But for the most part, uh, you'll you'll see accentuated colors. You'll see good placement. You'll see good design, nice contrasting elements and colors. So, and that's all intuitive out of uh, for no other way to say it. My soul. Well, that is amazing, uh, selling your first painting uh, right out of the, the gate. Looking at your artwork, it is, it's just very stunning, uh, you know, bright, vibrant colors, and uh, we certainly enjoyed it here at Contemporary Art Gallery. Tell us, uh, how did you discover this artistic talent? What led you to start to pick up the, the brush, if you will? Basically, the way I got started painting is my my friend and partner, is an artist and had worked in pastels and charcoals. And I had encouraged him in order to see if he wanted to uh, delve into painting. So he got an art studio. And at that point, I, I thought, well, let me try my hand as well. So I reviewed a photo, and miraculously, all of a sudden, I, I could paint. It's uh, The photo basically translated itself onto the canvas. That was my first creation, which sold. So I was in awe of my abilities, you know, right away. Well, that that is just awesome. Um you certainly have a gift and that, there is no doubt there. Can you describe your work a little bit more for our audience? Sure. Uh my my style kind of varies depending on the photo. I I will take a photo in and and depending on whether or not the photo is dreamy or inspirational or whether or not it's a human condition or whether or not it's a landscape, I'll take that feeling and, and the photo in. So what comes out of it is some of my, my paintings have been rain paintings. So they capture an essence of someone out in the rain. It could be several people, uh, very impressionistic with slashes across the canvas, basically giving the feeling of rain with, with brightly colored umbrellas. Or it could be situation. There's one of the paintings that's on the site now is called Wrong Planet. It has the feeling of autism and not connecting to the world. So it's a very soft, muted painting with a central figure that's defined and all of the other figures within the, the painting are kind of shadowy gray. It's a feeling of a disconnect and even though we're just like everybody else, we are different. 
Other paintings will be landscapes. Sometimes they're just punched up colors with very vibrant skies and cloud work and water. Other times, like the the second place winner of, of this contest, it's a photo that was kind of drab. And in my mind, the colors punched up and this very strong, almost Van Gogh impressionistic painting emerged. So we have a road trailing off into blues and oranges while the water is strongly blue and, and flowers beside the road. So uh, my artwork can, can take a bunch of different journeys, but basically it will have some kind of emotional feeling in it. It will have something that uh, a viewer can can connect with. So it's either connection with the land, a connection with a person, a connection with a situation. And that's what I try to convey in all of my paintings. Well, Michael, what mediums do you use in creating your artwork? Uh, this has been all acrylics. And the unusual thing about uh, using acrylics, for most people, acrylics dry much too fast. For me, because of how quickly I operate and how quickly I paint, uh, the acrylics don't dry fast enough sometimes. So <laughs> so what I get, especially for some of our my blending, where I'll do a wall or I'll do a background, uh, the, the look is of an oil because I'm able to manipulate the layers without it actually uh, without it actually drying out on me. So there, there's a lot of texture, a lot of depth, a lot of blending from colors underneath, and it's it's pretty pretty impressive that an acrylic can look like an oil, and and I do like the chroma of very strong colors. So you wind up getting a lot of uh, a lot of colors punching up. I use both palette knife and brush depending on what I want to do. So I get a lot of texture. I build up a, a lot of the uh, the artwork has a very strong uh, textural quality to it. So it's uh, it is acrylic, but at first glance it might appear to be oil. Well, yes, when uh, you view when you view your paintings, uh, they certainly. It does look more oil than acrylic. That is true. Michael, do you feel that most of your art has, when you're creating it, has a, a meaning or a story behind it that it's it's trying to get out? I do. Uh, some of my first paintings, I tried to push my view of what I wanted on the canvas. What I've realized as I have been creating these paintings and and have basically gone into my own zone. Sometimes I almost feel trance-like when I'm, I'm creating. What I have realized out of this is that the canvas has to tell its own story. I I have tried to kind of push it, but it it, it doesn't work. Ultimately, the canvas and what what is going to happen on that canvas uh, dictates what I do. Because of the way I I kind of zone into the canvas and kind of paint. I normally don't move more than a few feet any one direction from the canvas, so I don't get a perspective or get a view of what it would look like from afar. But my art basically reads the best from a distance, and as you get farther away from it, the details come out even stronger. And that's, I guess, that's part of the genius of, of the autism. It's just it, it has a way of, of being able to help me paint on the canvas so that as you step away, you really can see uh, the whole picture in much more clarity than you can right up against the canvas. 
Well, one of the uh, pieces that you had entered in the art contest was titled My Impressions of Autumn. Tell the audience uh, about that piece of work. That was a, a very, very drab uh, photo, but I like the placement. Uh, like I said, I have to feel something something as I look at a photo, and it had a feeling of a journey. So because this journey led us to some place that, that was distant and we were unaware of what that could be and where we would wind up, it appealed to me. As I started to paint it, I started to put in the sky, and I generally, when I paint, I start at the top of the canvas and I'm going to work my way straight down. So I, I do all my placement as I create. I don't sketch out anything. I don't do anything other than look at a photo. And the unusual thing on that is I glance at the photo, I take in the photo, and then I lay it aside, and I'll start to create. I only need to glance a couple of times at the photo while I'm painting. And usually if there's uh, mountains or something that, that is a, an element that I want to get, capture the feeling of, I may be able to, to pick up the, the mountaintops or the road. So for this particular one, it had a road that crests a hill, then it comes up another hill, so it, it's kind of broken as you look into the uh, painting. So the, the painting is about a journey. It's about going someplace that there is no understanding of what the destination is. The colors are vibrant. It's a happy painting. It's, it's a good journey. And the feeling in it is very comfortable, but we are going somewhere. Well, you, you certainly, as I said earlier, the the paintings, the colors are so vibrant. When you start your artistic process, do you have a, a full palette, or do you you work with some just the primary colors? Tell our audience what inspires you on the on the colors in your painting. I am I'm. Just a, a hoarder on paint. I I love paint. so. Anytime I go to a paint store, I'm going to grab whatever colors. Uh, I I like both very vibrant colors, and then I like a little grayed colors that have a little interest to them. So I have huge vats of nothing but tubes uh, acrylic paints. So I have a vat of yellow, orange, green, blue, whatever the colors are. Uh, I'll have my vat. So when I start my process, I'll get my, my photos that's inspiring me, and I will pick out the tubes that, that feel like they're right for me. Then I'll take little small uh, capable containers, and I'll start squirting paint into these little containers. Some of these containers already have paint from previous painting, and if the color doesn't match, I don't care, because the way I paint, there's such a blending of colors that if a a color creeps up in an unusual place. It just adds to my paintings. So I I get all the paints I'm going to use. I get all of them opened up and in front of me. So I may have 30 colors in front of me that are, are what I'm looking for or may be able to use. And then I start to create. If I'm using a palette knife, it, it's very quick. It's very fast, and I'm I'm running through the paints. If I get to a point where I need a color that's not in front of me, I can't get it fast enough. I will wind up running to, you know, to my vast of paint, and I'll be grabbing it. I won't even bother putting it on a palette or on anything that that I can scoop it up. 
I'll start squirting it directly onto the palette knife and applying it to the candle. It's a very quick, vigorous process. And it's, uh, it, it's, in, in fact, I'm exhausted after I'm finished with the painting because I have put myself so much into it and the colors and everything show. Well, I can imagine. It sounds like you, you certainly work fast. Michael, this would be a good spot for us to take a quick commercial break. And I just remind our listeners that you can view and purchase some of Michael Tolleson's artwork by going to ContemporaryArtGalleryOnline.com. Click on the Artist tab and then on Michael's name. Contemporary Art Gallery Online is the number one source for showcasing tomorrow's art giants today. If you're an artist looking for gallery representation, please visit us at ContemporaryArtGalleryOnline.com and click on the Membership tab and follow the prompts. If you are a designer, architect, or volume purchaser, again, please visit us at ContemporaryArtGalleryOnline.com and complete the volume purchaser's request form and see what kind of values and savings you can get. Again, to view Michael's spinning artwork, to re-listen to this interview, and of course purchase some of Michael's work, please click on the Artist tab and then on Michael's name. Well, Mike, you were telling us about how quickly you work. Uh, tell us about your favorite piece. Probably my favorite piece uh, is the piece that's, that's already displayed, which is called Wrong Planet, and that is the one with the 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 feeling of the autism and the feeling of the disconnect. I love it because it, it just evolved. It was a, a wonderful photo of a, of a woman kind of cloaked, and I... I took that in, and as it evolved, this dreamy background emerged with kind of nondescript buildings and maybe poles for wires uh, and uh, shadowy figures. And it, it's, it appears as if she's standing on a solid ground, but yet there's a shimmer in the in the ground like she may be either standing in a puddle or it may be wet, so she actually almost melts into the ground. She has a kind of nondescript face. You can pick out her features, but they're not defined. And her clothing starts out around her head, very defined, and as it, it trails down, it tends to soften out. Uh, while the colors are still vibrant, you lose detail of her clothing. I, I love that piece. I love the placement. I love the fact that viewers that have looked at it have seen many things, even the the wires and the uh, uh, the buildings tend to have religious significance. There's one of the shadowy figures that, if you kind of glance at it, almost looks like an iconic uh, figure from religious paintings. Everything that happened within that painting was intuitive, but... It has had a huge impact. It has been posted in in quite a few autistic groups, and it has brought a sense of, of community to to many of them. and And I have had more than probably a couple of hundred messages telling me their stories. So it brings out the emotion uh, of their lives. So it's it's a beautiful piece. Yes, it is. Well, Mike, if I may ask. Prior to getting involved in art, what had you done in the past, your, your non-art uh, experience, if you will? Well, everything has led me to 
where I am today. Part of what happens with Asperger's, we're huge stats and everything kind of goes into the goes into the vaults to be used later. So the fact that I was able to pick up a brush and paint was not without, you know, a lot of prior history in doing different things. Uh, I have done light design as far as uh, uh, interior design. I've done painting finishes on walls, full finished paintings. So I, I became equipped to be able to see colors, see relationships to colors. I've lived several places. I grew up in Texas. I've moved to New York. I was in New York for uh, 15 years, and now I'm on the West Coast in Seattle. So I've been in, involved in a lot of different cultures. I've traveled Europe. So lots of those things that that are in my past feed into what I do in my paintings. And as I've gone through my life, I'm in my mid-50s, I think of a certain bit of spirituality has hit me as well. So the the paintings have, a lot of the paintings have a feeling of spirituality in them. Uh, so it's, it's my journey and where I am now and everything I have had in the past feeding into what's on a canvas. When someone takes something home that I have painted, I know that that, that is not something they're taking because they want something to decorate a home. They do it because it resonates somewhere in their soul, and they they connect with it. And that's kind of the last little tagline of you know my bio or my statement. The fact is that I when I paint, what is important to me is that that painting goes someplace that someone spiritually connects with my paintings. Well, and it certainly does. And I was wondering uh, the reason I asked that question: the the colors are so tastefully done. I that that makes sense with with your explanation as to your experience and and why the colors just they do they just blend so well together on the canvas. I, I want to tell you my favorite uh, piece of yours is the journey. Yes, and that that is for a lot of my paintings that may have a lot of uh, movement and detail and stuff. That is really an interesting painting because it's a single road and it's not centered in the painting. It's off to the side and it trails off to the horizon and it has one single little clump of trees and the yellow line down the center kind of just diminishes. And above your head is this very, very dark cloud bank that trails off into a blue sky with beautiful white clouds. It's the journey of leaving darkness, leaving something that is oppressive, leaving a challenge. Anything that that may challenge you and and hold you down, it's the movement out from that into something better. Well, it certainly is very striking. And the other one that you had uh, submitted for the art contest was Meet the Neighbors, and I certainly enjoyed that one. And that's a photo from Montana. The sky, I love the sky. Well, the clouds are beautiful. Uh, the feeling in the, the photo that I took it from, the clouds were very similar, but, but as I said, I just take the feeling of a sky and I create my own sky. The mountains, uh, the contrast between the grays, the gray greens, and the blues is beautiful. And then the, the yellow meadow uh, leading up to a beautiful blue water. And then you can see that you're standing on a bank as you can see the plants and, 
and uh, greenery that's kind of sprouting up on the left-hand side of the canvas that gives you the depth. Yes, it does, and it just it, it's your art is three-dimensional. It, I realize it's two-dimensional on the canvas, but it certainly you do get the feel of three-dimensional art, don't you think? Oh, yes. I, I mean, there's definitely, as you look at any of my art, you know where you're standing. You know what you're looking into, and you can see well past, uh, I mean, into the heavens sometimes. Mm-hmm. And you definitely get the feeling that there, there's depth there. I, I like the feeling of, of being able to turn into the canvas. So all of these have, have the feeling of being able to travel into them. Well, tell us, Michael, is, do you have a favorite artist or an artist whose work has influenced yours? I, I don't have a favorite artist. I don't have anyone that's particularly influenced. The, the really fascinating thing, like I said about the Asperger's, is everything I see, every time I go to a museum, every time I go to an art museum, every time I see something, it, it, it goes into what I call my vault. It, it all influences me. Things that you know, pop art may influence me. Contemporary art may influence me. Traditional art may. I've had several people that have mentioned Van Gogh when they have looked at uh, some of my paintings. The the, uh, the painting, My Impressions of Autumn, has definitely has a Van Gogh-looking sky. So that that keeps coming up. I guess if if anyone is influencing me right now, it'd probably be that Van Gogh styling. Well, and earlier you had mentioned that you're a partner in an art gallery. Would you like to give some information on your art gallery to our listening audience to where they might be able to contact you about your gallery? Absolutely. Uh, we, uh, My partner and I, when we started paint, as I said, it, we felt like we were given a gift and we felt like we should return a gift to the universe. So we started our mentoring with the... Uh, autistic community and working with children that are gifted. Uh, We also opened up an art gallery, and out of the art gallery, perhaps 40 artists, half of them are challenged in some way, including autism. uh, We're in Seattle. The art gallery is named Continuum, and it is in the historic Pioneer Square area of Seattle. The mentoring program is... Uh, in the Soto area, which is south of downtown, kind of low sensory for those with autism. It's called Heart of the Spectrum. And both of those are are visible online if you do a search. And we have a strong presence on Facebook as well. We, uh, we definitely know that in our 50s we have, you know, our life calling ahead of us. Art is one of them. Uh, at this point, art is, is important to me. And because of the proficiency I have with art and, and how quick I am, if I'm doing small paintings, I am so drawn into making art that I may paint four paintings in a night. So it's uh, it, it's kind of consuming. It, it does get kind of obsessive sometimes. Well, do you have a website for your gallery? We absolutely do. The two different uh, websites you might be able to look at, uh, one is heartofthespectrum.com. The second, and that is the mentoring program, the gallery is called Heart. The gallery uh, would be the best website since we're doing a name change. So heartthegallery.com. And you can also look at 
our whole website, which is continuumheartandmotion.com. And the art that on display that is for sale, that's by your artist? Yes. Uh, the, the art that's on display, uh, I have a, a fair amount of my own art here because, like I said, I've, I've painted 150 paintings in a year and a half, so I can't sell quite all of them. So <laughs> <laughs> It would have been nice, but it, I have it yeah. And then I have artists that that are in our mentoring program that have art shown. And then I have, you know, artists that are bi- bipolar, child abuse, chronic fatigue syndrome, political refugees. You know, they're, they're just a, a car accident with brain injuries. So what I look for is I look for art that is inspired by who someone is uh, because I paint off of feelings and off of things that I see that I, I take in that resonate. I have to feel the same thing when I look at someone's art. I have to feel them resonating through their art. Well, that's awesome. That's certainly a, a worthy gift back to the community in helping people. I'm sure they find it therapeutic and a release for their lives. Absolutely. You know, the the bottom line is whether or not it's me or anyone else who's an artist, Sometimes it's not even about selling a piece. Sometimes it's just about being seen, heard, and recognized. We just want for whoever we are and whatever we're creating that comes from our soul to be seen and to be recognized. I have many, many people that come through the gallery that are just here just to see the art. They're not here to buy. They're here because they're touched by a display that I may have in the window. And it's a doorway to bring them into this gallery. It's 2,700 square feet. It's a lot of art. And someone can spend an entire lunch hour just looking through. And it's a place where we offer what we do as a gift to whoever may want to view it. Well, that is a very large gallery. And I commend you and, and your partner on this work. And I encourage our listeners to... Go to the websites, uh, check it out, and if some piece of art moves you, uh, feel free to purchase it. Once again, just one more time uh, before we move on, would you uh, give those web addresses again for the listeners? Absolutely. The The gallery name is changing, but at this time we both have both websites up and running, so it will be continuumheartinmotion.com. The new website is heartthegallery.com. We felt like that was a little easier to remember. Our program that we work with autistic students is called heartofthespectrum.com. And as I said, the websites are up and running, and also we are on Facebook. Well, again, that's just very awesome, Michael. I think uh, that's just a great great service that, that you guys are providing. Let me see. We're getting towards the end of the show, and one of the questions I always like to ask, if there is any advice that you have that you would share with any new artists that's beginning their journey into the art world. Absolutely. I, uh, In fact, I was on Facebook the other day, and, and Facebook has been very, very good to me. I have a huge following across the world, and I had someone that actually was in India that was painting that wanted me to look at their art, and he said, what do you think? And I looked at 20 pieces. And I said, this piece and that piece, those two pieces I like. 
not like them because you painted from your soul. You did not worry about the techniques. You did not worry about trying to please anyone else. But I can see that when you painted those two, you painted from within. You weren't trying to satisfy anyone else. The truth of the matter in art, art is an expression of who we are. It's not trying to copy something. It's not trying to to fulfill the needs or or whatever someone has told us that we should do. If we are painting from within, it doesn't matter if the proportions are right. It doesn't matter sometimes if the colors make sense to anyone else. If we can paint from our soul and we can paint and satisfy ourselves, then we will find our audience. Well, that is very good advice, and it is so true. Well, Michael, I really enjoyed speaking with you this evening. Thank you for joining us on What is Art? Absolutely. My pleasure. I tell you, I, there's not a doubt in my mind that I know we'll be hearing much more from you uh, as your career progresses in the art world. And I want to thank our listeners for being with us tonight. Again, to view Michael's stunning artwork, to re-listen to this interview, and of course purchase some of his great art, please click on the Artist tab and then on Michael Tolleson's name. I would like to inform everyone that Contemporary Art Gallery Online has launched a monthly art competition. And to compete, just go to contemporaryartgalleryonline.com and click on the Art Competition tab for additional information. If you are an artist looking for gallery representation, please visit us at contemporaryartgalleryonline.com and click on the Membership tab and follow the prompts. If you are a designer, architect, or volume purchaser, Again, please visit us at ContemporaryArtGalleryOnline.com and complete the volume purchaser's request form that entitles you to great discounts on fine contemporary art. What is Art is currently airing every Wednesday evening, so until then, we'll meet again next Wednesday and have a great evening. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.